everyone. This is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman. And joining us this week, Ian Hink. Hi. Michael Damiani. Hey, everyone. And, as always, Brandon Jones. Hello. What? <laughs> it's reminded me. I was reminded of something. What? I saw some comments last time that said people are sad that Kyle Bossman does not do, not do and Michael Damiani, like he used to do. Do you want me to do it this one point. time? This is you up to, to you. But I did see some people say they were sad about it. And Michael Damiani! <laughs> like that? Yeah, I like to see your facial expressions. You know you what? I bet it is because you used to be on the end, right? Yeah, I was so on the far was, end. He was the he last was. one, so that's why he got the special. Yeah, name. Okay. I don't really care about the special channel. I just want to see Kyle say funny things. I think that's you only fun. read the comments that have your name in it. Uh, <laughs> no, I read all the comments. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. So this week uh, we're not going to be playing the Beastie Boys rap. Ah, uh, yeah. that's because we're bad. Oh, oh. <laughs> bad. That was good. It. It's not because we're bad. It's because we're we, rad. We had viewers and listeners who were cringing. Yeah. And that is the last thing I want is for anyone to cringe. Like if you're cringing, please tell me at any point. Cringing is a terrible experience and I would hate for anyone to have to cringe. Okay. I don't know if you're trolling the audience or Bloodworth right now. Why did, did Bloodworth use the word cringe? I just that sounds like something he would have told you about. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. The 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 comments there are cringing. <laughs> he didn't just for the record he didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know. That wasn't a very good blood. I don't know what I like. It was like by Bloodworth. Yeah. yeah. Did you know? Sacre bleu. <laughs> so we got a game now. I, you know what? I didn't even want to do icebreakers anyway. I want to do a game. Here we go. Great. All right. It's word of the day. Here's how this works. I'm going to give you a word, <clears throat> a vocabulary word from dictionary.com. Oh, crap. If you use this word at any point throughout the podcast, mm. if you're the first to use it, ah, oh. you win a couple of werehogs. Okay. Oh. Two Can I get a daily double? How would the daily double work? Beep, beep, beep. If I use it in like twice in a sentence? Baby steps first, Damiani. So, okay, so here's our word. Gormless. Gormless. I've heard this word. Lacking in vitality or intelligence. Yeah. Stupid, dull, or clumsy. Gormless. Gormless. That's a fun word. Wow. So can you be gormful? No, I, if you say gormful, I'm not giving you any werehogs. Okay. That's no, for sure. You know. Oh, okay. So we could just that say means like without gorm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Like, yeah. Uh, and so I guess the way that'll work is if if we decide that you're really stretching it, we won't give you any werehogs. In fact, we'll take them so away. So if we're just right. like if we're just this is an example. I'm not trying yeah. to make this win, but we're yeah. just like, oh, Kyle, you're being so gormless. We're taking your werehogs back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Just for pretend though. Just that pretend. wasn't a real one. Right, right. You still yeah. you got all your werehogs, man. Okay, cool. Okay. Cool. So <laughs> I, I start with so few, you know. Jeez. <laughs> Let's start corrections. Let's start our podcast. Corrections music, please. Uh, it's pronounced very done. Uh, I totally said tenths and not hundredths Damiani. Last week I referred to a website called easyallies.com. That does not exist. Mm-hmm. It's easyallies.com slash insync. <laughs> I was asked to clarify uh, that most of EA's digital revenue comes from ultimate team purchases in FIFA and Madden. End correction music. Wow. Light week. I think it was a light week because most of the comments wanted to talk about rapping. Ah. They were all cringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were cringing too much. uh, So really, it's kind of a strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the majority of the comments for sure. So this week... Like I said last week, we have three more podcasts now, including this one, before E3. I wasn't too stoked on the news we were getting, so I'm like, you know what? It's time. Let's oh, do E3 talk. Yeah. Uh-oh. 
Oh, yeah. What are you pumped about? What do you mean? <laughs> E3 talk, baby. Well, Damiani, we're not going to talk about the E3 Welcome you want to talk about. Welcome to this edition of like. E3 talk. E3 talk. E3 talk. Um, Brought to you by Easy Allies. So before we do get into press conferences, which is, you know, obviously my favorite part of E3, a weird thing was announced this week called E3 Live. Oh, yeah. yeah. E3's oh, yeah. first ever gathering for gamers. Yes. So, Damiani, you said, oh, yeah. What is yes. this thing? So, I actually, I read that news. Okay. And I so I read what it encompassed. Okay, um, you know, actually, I'm, I'm not, no, no, I'm not going to go into detail about that. I need Brandon Jones to read what it encompasses. Okay. Oh my. I need so, you to read those bullet points, right, Jones. So before I start, we're going to let Jones read this list. They're so funny. Yeah, because it's kind of amusing. E3 Live, E3's first ever gathering for gamers, which is hilarious. Games, test drives, select gadgets, games, and gear. Live entertainment, enjoy live music, dance competitions, <laughs> and demos. Interactive experiences, meet industry personalities, light up your social feed with one-of-a-kind photo ops, <laughs> see VR demos, and more! Exclusive merchandise, purchase games, exclusive gear, and collectibles. Tuesday, That's, Wednesday, and Thursday, LA Live. Tickets are free, sold out. It's sold out. sold out. Wait. It's already sold out. <laughs> yes. They announced it, and it was sold out? Yeah, it's like, like in a day. It's for, it was first come, first serve. Yeah. It was like uh. the Sony screenings for the press conference. You go for free, but you had to go out of site and get a ticket. Right, right, right. And their, their allotment is That's like fraud. when they put up billboards for like Gwen Stefani or whatever, but then the billboard says sold out on it. I'm like, why are you doing this? Just Good to, just to like make the zeitgeist? Yeah, to just yeah. say like, Gwen Stefani's still super popular. Also, I think you have to order those billboards pretty far ahead of time, so maybe it's that kind of thing. Possibly. Maybe. They, I, don't, I think Sorry, they're getting better at those, but... Uh, so I delayed your thoughts, Damian. Okay, so, yes, I, I did, uh, yeah, you saw my reaction. I did yeah. laugh at the, the notion of this. I do get what I think, I think I get what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, we're seeing more and more companies back out or suggest that they're going to have a reduced capacity or role at E3. I think a lot of my friends and I and like a lot of people in the industry have been kind of saying for a while, the two other biggest trade shows in the world, Gamescom and Tokyo Game Show, have a public part of their big industry event. E3 does not technically have that. They have some BS, pay a lot of money and you can yeah. go, but the average person can't do that. Like it's it's hundreds, $600. Yeah, it's hundreds to uh, like $1,000 sometimes. This, I think, is their first kind of testing the waters at how bad's the crowd's going to be. Like, let's let's keep the crowd away from the actual convention center. Let's put it at LA Live like they said they're going to do. Let's see how this is. It's going to be... Some people probably have fun. It's not going to have, like... I don't think it's going to have, like, really huge things there. It's probably going to be some, like, you know, the B-list people and even C-tier stuff will probably be there. Who is the B-list of the video game industry? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say... Us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll we're D-tier. Yeah, no, B-list, yeah. I wish. We're like D, yeah, yeah, we're, we're yeah. reaching for that B. But, like... They're not going to put like the Last Guardian demo there. Like you're not going to be able to play the Last Guardian demo there. Oh, I, I don't think they have the Zelda demo out there. Yeah. I really doubt that. Mm -hmm. But why well, I say this test of water is because I really think to get E3 back to a place where all the publishers care about it and actually want to be there is they need to make the actual show floor public on either some solution to that. Whether it's make E3 Tuesday to Friday, yeah. Tuesday Wednesday are the press days, Thursday Friday are the public days. Or just make Tuesday, Wednesday press days and make one public day to start with and maybe expand it. They need to get the public there because the publishers will give, they will care more about showing their stuff there because, like, this is the premier North American event. Consumers are going to be here to see this game. Like, we need to, you know, show up and convince them to pre order, do the whole, you know, the marketing cycle and stuff like that. 
And it will just, I think it will compound E3's popularity and relevance because right now publishers are seeing why are we, you know, why are we appealing to the press in this way? Like we're all fighting for attention when the only attention we're, we're, it's, it's just too convoluted right now. They're all going their own separate ways. But if they had a place where they can get everyone, like consumers especially, like these are the people who like, screw the press. Like these are the people who are buying our damn games. Like, and yeah. tweeting about it. Yeah. Like yeah. this is like the, this is like the king. It's like what Comic-Con became. Like everyone goes to Comic-Con in some capacity because the public's there. So I think this would really help E3 in the long run. Yeah. I just don't, this is not going to be the ultimate solution. This is going to get some funny reactions. It's going to get some discussion. And I bet next year they're going to be like, hey, we're adding a public day to E3. Sure. Is this, sorry, was this before or after E3? Which day was it? This is uh, all throughout the week. Yeah, oh, all during, okay. Okay. John said, yeah. Well, yeah, it was funny because I was recently talking to someone who's who works PR for a game development company, like a big game development company. And and she was just like, E three is pointless. She was like, E three is such a waste of time and money because exactly everything he was saying. But it was just like hearing it from someone who like is the PR person for a game company. I was like, saying E three is pointless. Saying like saying like it. We're, I'm really frustrated with E three. Like we're going there just to show our stuff to people who don't care and who've already seen it. Generally, you know, like. It's very weird. Yeah, it's a very strange thing. It's just like it's the the cost is so high. Really, it's just the press conference that you need, you know, because like paying a million dollars for a booth just to show it to people who are getting a demo or you know, aren't maybe the most passionate about you know, and I'm not saying that the journalists and and people like in the media aren't super passionate about these things, but like it is kind of a funny thing to have like this giant massive cost to just show it in industry. Jones, do you see there being any negative impact of having like what Damiani proposed and what Ian kind of wants too? is this thing? Friday public day. Yeah, sure. Do you, could you see a negative impact to a public day? No, I mean, do you, I know you, I know you kind of want me to, to like, I know turn the conversation in an interesting direction, but like, like, yeah, we all, we all just nodded our heads at Damiani for the last 10 minutes. It's like, yeah, he's right. You you brought up Comic-Con and like, you know, like born and raised in you know, uh, Southern California, Los Angeles, like, yeah. like love the city, going to Dodger games since I was like, you know, three years old. Like, I love that town, but like, that's not a fun town to really hang out in. Like, like Los Angeles is a destination town. Like you go to a place and then you leave or you go from that place to a bar very specifically and then you leave that bar. Like, you don't just go wandering through L.A. to see what happens. Like, that does not, that is a bad idea. <laughs> but you because, do you do that in San Diego? Because, uh, but you can totally do that yeah, in San Diego. My say, God, like, San you, Diego. Hit streets, yeah. you hit the San streets in San Diego it's when the great. convention closes. Like, oh, yeah. that's when it starts. Like, yeah. and you can just go anywhere. Like, if you just, mm, that smells good, eat there. I guarantee you it's incredible. Like, yeah. you go in like, oh, I'll, just, I'll go into this like dress shop and Spider-Man decals all over the place. Like, that town is so exciting during that show it's and great. like I don't know if LA could become that just because of the way LA's built you know like it's more freeways and overpasses really than like a city you know like you really have to go to an LA Live or a Dodger Stadium or downtown or like the you know the Walt Disney Concert Hall or it goes like someplace specific to really have a good time but if this is kind of a step in that direction to really kind of like start at LA Live and push out as far as creating like this is it you don't need to go anywhere else you're home this is a fun little hub and um, kind of, kind of, down. To piggyback on that briefly. Like, that's why Indiecade has kind of has that feeling because it's in downtown Culver City, mm-hmm. which has that kind of vibe, like a cool little neighborhood oh, yeah. vibe. Awesome. 
you know? So you do feel like you're safe and you can tool around in there and do stuff. But yeah, like even Walt Disney Concert Hall or LA Live, it, it feels like an island. It's LA Live and then there's just weird hotels and nasty yeah, looking buildings and no cell reception. So if you're in trouble, you're just going to die. Just banks and yeah, big, it's like, like it's know, weird just down lots of big there. money down it there. So weird. Just, they're not... They have their little like cafe on the corner that closes at seven, and they're you know like yeah. just not a lot. Like if know. they did E3 at like Santa Monica, like Third Street Promenade or some weird. I mean that's a bad place, but like yeah. Oh, well, maybe they can move it to the new stadium. No, um, no, don't <laughs> yeah. do that. Where, where is they, that going to be? The, the where they could. I don't. I forgot where it's going to be. The new stadium. Yeah. It's, it's like along the four hundred five. It's like along the four hundred five yeah, down right. south. It'll be but, an island. Probably um, I was going to make a suggestion for a place. They don't go to San Diego, obviously, because they already have Comic Con. Right. Um, they should be looking to Anaheim because they've been expanding and renovating that place. They've sure. been like updating that area around there. It's right by Disneyland. Has a ton of hotel space right there. They built up a bunch of. Re- I'm just saying. I know. You know. I'm I'm down, baby. I don't like this. Jones loves your idea too. <laughs> I'm so, I, it's, and it's not too much. It's not terribly much further. Anaheim is like yeah. down the five a bit. It's not yeah. too far from LAX technically. And I mean, so. like with traffic, it might even take the same amount yeah. of time. Like it's yeah. and yeah, it's not the worst idea. Like if they're really looking to get like that public vibe, and no offense, like I don't think LA and LA Live is that. It's very self-contained. It's very yeah. small, as you said. They should look at Anaheim. Uh, at least look at it before, like they think of like you know Vegas, because that name yeah. keeps getting tossed around a Everyone lot when they talk about Vegas. moving. I mean, Vegas is accommodating, but do we all really want to go? Like, we'd lose so much by it not being in like our backyard, essentially, which would suck. Yeah. Um, also, Vegas in June. Oh, oh no! God. Nope. Don't do Vegas that. Vegas anytime. But oh, Vegas anytime. No. Oof. But, <laughs> hey, if you live in Vegas, it's, there's good things like about Vegas. We definitely, we definitely have people in Vegas. Write in and tell us what there is to like. <laughs> Besides Cirque du Soleil shows, I love those. Oh, yeah, those. those shows are good. And La Rev is also really good, but whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, but I do, like Damiani oh. said, to cap up e- E3 Live, I think it's the first He set. said my name. I wanted to know where that was going. Sorry, go ahead, Damiani. Ian brought up a, reminded me of a good point about, he said, like, Santa Monica, which yeah. made me think about what they did to E3 before. Remember when they, they, they broke it down? I don't want to talk about that year. No, 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 talk about it, but what they did also is a part of it, the E for All, the public thing. Oh, Remember yeah. that? Yeah. The first one was actually popular. You remember they had Smash, they had Metal Gear there. Mm-hmm. That's a better it, title, it, it, too. And it was at the convention center. Like, it will work. Like, public will go play. As long as you have the games there and you show up, the public yeah. will show up. Oh, yeah, man. I think regular people are more important now than ever, and that just becomes increasingly true every year. Yeah. Absolutely. We are not important. Yeah, it's bad for us, but yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, but I want to talk about press conferences, of course. We're talking about Ooh. E3. It's time to start. And so, uh, basically, there are six big press conferences. We're going to try to tackle two for each episode leading up into E3. So, this week I want to talk about the first two, and we're kicking off with EA this year. That's a first. Here's my problem with EA. Like, for the last two years, their press conferences have been gormless. They've Whoa! been... <laughs> they've been... Yes! Devoid of any... Like, yes! <laughs> no, but like they're announcing games like four years in advance. There's nothing yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they have a problem. Well done. Yeah. Alright, so you are awarded two Werehogs. <laughs> Yes. And you made a good point. No, a, but it's a salient it's, point. Um, a salient yeah. point. Yeah, um, but so, true, for real though, like the, all their games are like. Remember when they like? I've, I think I've said this before, but like they went backwards on the development of Mirror's Edge. Like they were like the first announcement of Mirror's Edge was like, oh, all right, and then like the next thing we saw was like it was like stills. Yeah, it was like in development or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Excuse so Jeez. I want to I got a list of games that might appear at this press conference and I kind of want to talk about each of them. Sure. We'll start off with 
Well, we talked about this recently. Jones, you're really pumped on this. What oh, was yeah. That? Uh, Battlefield 1 is the one I want to start with, though. Are you still pumped? I'm still pumped, but that's not the... No. Okay. I'll, well, I guess we'll get to the one you're pumped on. Because we did. We just talked about this at a great extent in a more recent episode. Uh, but I guess um, in the press conference with Battlefield 1, the trailer we saw was very campaign-focused. And to me, that's not what the strength of Battlefield is. It's the multiplayer. Where do you think they'll focus more in a press conference? Campaign. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Why, Jones? Uh, well, they just had... I remember the, there was the one... Was it Battlefield 4 where the building came down? And they had like 50 yeah. people on, oh. on stage. This giant... Like all the risers. They like pulled the yeah, curtain back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All those players. Yeah. yeah. I just, that just didn't seem to go... Though. They've never done anything like that since. And that was so amazing... That was such a great moment, you know, like seeing all those players at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they never went back. And so I'm just like, I have to think that that did not work for them. Wow. That's funny because like, that's, that's what I assumed they would do. Uh, I thought they would do that again. For yeah, those. maybe. I, I think it's such a new concept and I think they want to prove that concept. I mean, it's got a pretty good reaction so far from the announcement. They couldn't ask for a better reaction. But I, th- I think they want to jam that home and, and really like, okay, well, you've seen little snippets. But we really want to just... Like give you ten minutes straight of just World War One, you know, just really like put you in the put you in the shoes there of a of a soldier. Yeah, what's really interesting is, uh, and I just realized that as we brought up this discussion, is we're, we'll talk about Bethesda next. But Bethesda has a long time to like air each game out. EA doesn't. Yeah, I think they'll have to choose: do we commit to campaign? Do we commit to multiplayer? Do we show a little bit of each for this game? Damiani, where do you think they'll go? I mean, I think they're going to show off the campaign mode. You too. Um, I think they'll do they'll do a multiplayer trail and a multiplayer event. They, uh-huh. you, I think they'll just ha- like invite people out to a specific event later, put out the multiplayer. Oh, I mean, trailer. they're they're hosting and, events. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna do their whole. They do a push for that. I think that doesn't translate so well to the press conference stage. I feel like this is too many unknowns. They try and do it, and if it's like people can pick up if they were like you know just it was produced and stuff like oh that's not really how it's gonna be. Um, also, I think because of a. The, the the Star Wars one that they did before, the everyone thought it would look cool and stuff, and it was like the multiplayer, and everyone's like, oh, is this like when people got hands on it? I think they want to show that this campaign, like, there's more to to Battlefield One this time. Um, that hey, like, look how much stuff we have in this game. And I don't understand the comparison to Star Wars. What did Star Wars do wrong last year? No, uh, the sorry, I'm talking like, uh, am I getting confused with Star Wars Battlefront? That's right. Yeah, like you remember they they showed off. How they revealed it, it looked it looked great. It looked yeah, really good. That was great. But I think the problem was like when people got a hand on it, hands on it, there was some like backlash a little bit to it. I, I felt like the people were like this is it. That's kind of like why it tapered off so fast. I think they want to show they should show off as much of the campaign for Battlefield One this time because it seems like there's a lot of diversity to it and they can uh, like the plane stuff and. Going back, it's no longer like we're not doing sci-fi. We're not doing futuristic stuff. We're doing something that's set in the past, and which, so which, which, which was fun. Yeah, which was funny because that's what we like. Ten years ago, we were all chastising shooters for please stop being set in World War One and World War Two. Like, yeah, yeah. please go somewhere else. And you know, the consumers kind of pushed them to going to either futuristic or modern stuff. And now we're like, hey, can you like go back now? To the- <laughs> we're gonna keep doing this like I ride, mean, it's, going it's back like and forth. Everything, right? It's a cycle. But I guess what I'm saying, like, I think they need to. They're good at showing off stuff that impresses. But I think with a campaign mode, they can show off more substance. I think the multiplayer yeah. is going to be what it is, and people know what to expect. More and more you're hearing from, sh- from shooters is that, hey, we love the multiplayer in these games, but there's not much else anymore. It used to be like people were like, I don't care about the single-player mode. I just want the multiplayer in Call of Duty. Like They don't need a single-player. But like you said, single-player is so easy to sell. Here's a nice-looking 
trailer. Right. But, yeah, but, it's just, so, yeah. but it has the coolest moments, I think, in it that you, you can show off. Like, yeah. I want to see, like, those, the, the light plane fights and stuff, the biplane fights. Like, show me, you show me in the trailer this, like, sequence. Like, I want to see, like, show me that mode. Like, show them, like, getting on the runway, getting fueled up and stuff. And it's like, all right, guys, yeah, like, it's your mission to take down, like, the like, Red Baron or something. I'm totally getting this wrong. So, no corrections on this because I'm making this up. <laughs> historical fiction right now. Like, you know, you're chasing down, like, you know, the fictional Red Baron and stuff. Like, the one that Snoopy has to shoot down? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he shot down like twenty of our like you know he's like Easter egg. yeah like it's corporal Snoopy, like you're all yeah. you have you all you're all we have left and he's got like you know go through like the canyons and stuff and like the mountains and like intense action I'm like I want to see that please show but, me but this think if it's stuff. like a really raw character story you know like think if they really try to like imagine what it was life you know like living in this era living you know one hundred years ago fighting in this incredible war like the scale of of this like like being a young man like in this world being in countries you've never been before like. You know, like, like, you know, fighting, you know, fighting people in a country and killing them that you've never been before. You know, like all of this, like huge emotional drama. And then like the next day you have Call of Duty on stage being like, ladies and gentlemen, this is space flight in Call of Duty. Like they're dead. They're dead. Like, and so I, 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 I think it's EA. I think they're really, if they, if they're like, we're both, let's both play that single player game because yeah. we know we get you beat. Yeah. Like yeah. you're going to try to, you know, show off what like yeah. Battlefront did on the Xbox like so many years ago. It's like, it's just not going to wow people. My- my only like because I definitely for hundred percent I think they're gonna do that like show their single player I think they'll show both and I think that because they have an offsite right they're doing it all offsite like yeah their little event thing they're mm-hmm. doing like people can regular people can go to their event right so yeah. what I think they're gonna do is they're gonna open the servers their local little LAN servers at the same time and then show actual people playing their actual multiplayer during their press conference. Which is, I'm sure, terrifying to them. Oh, I'm sure it would be terrifying. But, like, think of how crazy that would be. It'd be pretty cool to do that. Yeah, because I think that's what press conferences need are crazy things. Uh, Ian, with Mass Effect Andromeda, what could they show that would be crazy? Probably just me making your sweet character. Don't tell. You know? I knew that was coming. Uh, (laughs) Just how... How gormless. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You don't get extra points. I know, I know. I know. Uh, how, the daily how, double. No, I'm not trying to make her look like cool. But um, no, uh, I mean, for real, like, like for real with Andromeda, they just need to show it at all, like anything, like of substance, because the last stuff we've seen has been, unless I'm forgetting something that they showed, like it's been mostly just, oh, here's some environment, like. Some some dolly some you know cranes down on yeah. the and Rex. one just had like a krogan yeah just yeah had a just some krogan yeah, like standing there and I'm just like <laughs> I'm like all right guys like why are you showing us this game yet last year we had a CG trailer that's like hey this game will have a jetpack right that was a, that <laughs> yeah was a it's like last year. Yeah. it's like oh I'm a gruff uh, spaceman and here's a planet I'm looking at we had to move to a new solar system Blah. but like, when, like you, when you say just show it like what do you want to see I want to see I want to see I mean, basically, they need to show. They need to wow us with the graphics and the gameplay, um, and just show us like. It's tough with that game because what they're gonna show is. It's gonna start with a little dialogue scene. Okay. Then you're gonna land in a ship, and then you're gonna run through a gray and brown planet while things are exploding above you and things are landing in the distance sorry in the skybox and you're fighting a new alien race that we haven't seen before and that's all going to be amazing and look really cool and then in the middle of the battlefield you and your other alien race companion are going to get into a talk right and then they're going to reveal some crazy new mechanic that everyone in the audience is going to start going like whoa and i'm not going to understand and then 
and then some big, huge set piece thing will happen, I think. Um, and if they do that, like if they show if it's that kind of a thing, uh, and if they show dr- uh, vehicle driving that doesn't suck, <laughs> that'd be cool. I'm um, going for that. I, they've got to show some new. Th- they've got to show what makes this game different, though. Yeah, too. Jones. What is that thing? What gets everybody screaming in terms of Mass Effect Andromeda? I need to have had more experience with the Mass Effect series. What uh, is this about? What do you mean by that? Uh, you know this. No, I don't know this. I, I played Mass Effect One for about two hours, and then that's that's Ooh. it. That my, I did not know you had this. That is my mm. that is my legacy. He's yeah, I, played, I feel I like you would you. love Mass Effect. Yeah, I feel I would too. You would love never, them. It's that is one that and two been, are like pretty great. God, that and Pokemon are my two. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, oh, Jones, you're Brandon writing the Mass show Effect. right now, man. <laughs> Wait for the HD remasters. Yeah. Um, I need a, I need as many different aliens, environments, outfits, guns, and like like just kitchen sink that game at me big time. Like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I I, I want you know like Fallout kind of does that like like Bethesda with. Uh, um, which is kind of show you like this city, this guy, this character, this enemy. You're like trying to piece it all together, like you know, like the little hints in the background and little like details and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I, I need to be overwhelmed with Andromeda. Like I just, I, cause I, well, I think any time, just as opposed to doing any kind of story play, because then me that was like one of the big turnoffs for like for the continuation of the Halo universe. Was like, no, Halo Four is happening, and I was like, okay, well, what happens? And it's like, hey, he wakes up, and there's, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's stuff there, and I'm like, that's it, that's it. He wakes, up, he just floats somewhere bad. Oh, come on, you know, it's like, and, and like again, I've not played Halo Four and Five, so like I can't speak ill of the story yet that I haven't experienced. But like, it, you know, there's so many, you know, mixed memories about how that. Uh, how that series ended off, how that trilogy ended, that I think you want to play up less. Here, are the here's the person we want you to be now, and here's kind of their tie to the line. It's like new places. We are we are going full speed into a whole new part of the universe. New aliens. We're gonna we're yeah. gonna show you a ton of crap now. That like you're saying, you know, I knew, what am I looking at? What? How did that work? Huh? Here, like just I, question, just one question mark after the other. To logo, jump, we're out. Like, to jump in here, I thought of something. I know I already talked about this, but I think the two things for me, what would wow me, a uh, a better and more impactful romance system where once you got into a relationship with someone, it actually felt like you were in a relationship with them. It's not just you get to have sex once before the final mission. Scene. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying like I want there to be like a bunch of nudity or whatever in this game. I just want it to feel like an actual romantic connection there. You know, I think that that could be stronger. But also, I think um, space combat and customizable ship. Like if you can customize mm. your own headquarters ship. Like, and make it, like, your own way, and maybe even have to make choices about, like, what gets on your ship, and then that affects the story. Or, like, if you can choose different... Like, if you have to make tough choices about (laughs) who goes on your ship, and then that, like, Suikoden's your castle, you know, like, it changes what's on your ship, that would be bananas. Yeah. And, like, you can, like, lay them out, and, oh, that'd be so cool. Because, like, those ships always felt like a home, but I felt like I didn't have any impact on them at all. So like if I if the ship really felt like mine, I hear that you. would be amazing. Even when you go in your own like little cabin, it's just like it's I don't just know, like someone oh, you decorated get, this for me. Well, and yeah. yeah, or you found the five little model ships, great, yeah. and you forgot to feed your fish, so they're dead now. Yeah. But like, if you really feel like you have ownership on that ship, uh, I mean, I hope it ties in with this. I mean, I could go for a while on this, but like, I hope it ties into the story somehow, where like you get into a situation where you have to like, you know, 
you're on your own or and you have to like start from scratch and build this ship up or something i don't know it could be really cool but uh, yeah yeah that's what i find appealing but Don't it's interesting that they're, they're, it's right next to Bethesda because it's like, God, how great would it be to have spent 20 minutes with Mass Effect? Yeah. They'll come out and be like, hey, guess what? We're going to talk about Mass Effect for 15 minutes. Like, Jones, I'm... That would be incredible. Oh! Yeah. You know, and they're like, yeah. we do have this interesting system and here's... We're not just going to say it in a sentence. Let's show you how it works. Mass you know? Effect could totally go as flawed okay, as now, now I'm going to bring out the producer in charge of dialogue. You know, Bill, go tell yeah. him how that works. And just like, oh, hey, watch this scene. Like... And just like, oh, guess what? We're not talking about FIFA at all. Sorry, guys. We're going to skip oh my FIFA God. in our press conference. <laughs> they win to talk if they about don't do sports. Could you imagine? That's not going to happen. They, not they won't do that. it. Yeah. But if they don't do the half hour of sports, we're literally all of us just go, Ugh. But it's like I know, but that's the thing. Is like I know the sports franchises are big, but are the sports franchises big because of E3? Like no. is E3 at the time we're like, no. oh, they're going to make the money oh, either way. All my E3, like, don't all my FIFA time. news at last. Was yeah. Pele last year? Oh, God. I think so. It feels like so long ago. E3 <laughs> last year feels like a century. It really does. Yeah. Oh, wow, we're in God. a different spot, huh? Wow. Woo. Um, <laughs> Titanfall 2. Damiani. What is Titan, how does Titanfall oh, 2 God. make an impact? How does it make a splash? Do you think... That, I think one of the one. reasons Titanfall 1 left a splash at E3 the year it was shown is because it had a big stupid mech in the middle of the and wall running. Do you remember that thing? Yeah, the, it had like a life-sized oh yeah uh, robot. Oh, for that uh, on the actual show floor. Yeah, you mean? yeah. I mean, I think it was also partially because it was like, what are the former Infinity guys ward up to? You know, ward got oh, people up to. Like, you're right. I'm being There's prestige there. Was, for yeah, sure. there was prestige. There was mystery. Like, okay, this is the resolution to this like escalating conflict between Activision and old Infinity Ward and the new guys over at Team EA. It's like, oh man, they're going for a collision course here. And then, oh look, like it's got more platforming slash parkour stuff. And oh, there's mechs in this. Oh, this is cool. Um... I think they need to up the mech factor um, in the next one. Like mech, the mech, mech factor. Mech, like mech-based combat. I, I, I think there needs to be a few more modes that are like a little bit more specific to just focusing on mech. Like no getting out of the like you know you really can't be out of your mech for that long. Like it's just, like super deadly and dangerous. Yeah, because the air is acid. This yeah. is weird. What you're talking about so far, I would hate that. Arid, I hate Era's acid. Well, um, I mean, like, but in also, a hospitable environment. With Battlefield 1, we said push the campaign. Right now, Damiani, you're saying push multiplayer. Well, oh, well, for, I mean, that's what Titanfall was. I mean, Do you think, yeah. It, it would be nice to have a campaign. It in, will. In, they in promised Titanfall. that yeah. Titanfall 2 would oh, have a campaign. Oh, I mean, it would be nice oh, really? if it were to be good. Yeah. Um, well, I guess the issue is, like, you, everyone's going to doing this backlash to the new Call of Duty, like, going futures to going space, and they're like, ha, 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 good job, guys. Like, I think they like, Titanfall needs to stick to what it like did well, but also look at what people complained about. Which one was there was no campaign for it, but I think they need to just have like more variety of mechs and just do something crazy with the mech combat. Like make one like a melee like you know wheeling a sword or something, and it's like fast paced. Like you know, you got a sword in the trailer, dude. It's coming. Go, go like platinum style. Like just like like, oh, okay. like like it's one mech has sword based combat. It's like wait, what the heck? Like it's so ridiculous, but like. You'd want that, like, okay, this is cool. Like, we never thought, like, the guys at EA and the guys behind Titanfall would ever do something like this. You know, this is something you see in a Japanese game. Like, it might be time, like, to maybe borrow, because like, it's mech based. Like, it might be time to borrow a little bit of, you know, that, you know, 
kind of ambitious, like over the top style for Makes some me of nervous, the. Mech- though. But for just for the mech combat, but like for the you're uh, gonna end up with like Pacific Rim if you like try to copy too much, you just end up with something that looks. I'm not stupid. talking about like I mean not necessarily designs, but I'm talking about like the combat system. Just just do something that's a little bit even more fast paced and make them more mobile. And because I, when I played it, uh, it, it, they felt okay, but like they still felt a little bit clunky and stuff. Like that's how mechs are. But this is fantasy. Like, make it ridiculous. You can do whatever well, the heck you, you want. You know what would be cool is if you put some mecha in there. Oh, yeah? Exosuits, where it's like the, the, the sword person could be like, she's Ooh. got like, she's a mecha. Like, uh, bubblegum whatever it's called. Bubblegum crisis? Bubblegum crisis. They're mechas instead of mechs. What is the difference? A mecha is like it's a like, suit. Like a little body suit. Uh-huh. Like an exoskeleton. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like Iron Man. Yeah, I, Iron Man is a mecha. I believe that's the distinction. Here's what's crazy is, you know, I was making fun of Titanfall a little bit for making the big suit, you know what I mean? And putting that... That was game of the year at E3. That was E3 game of the year. According to came who? Out. Uh, frequently. It was like um, the... Whatever, the press uh, vote, whatever thing. It was a different time, you know. Is it, Yeah, it is. And that's what I feel, Ian. It's like it's a different time. It's hard for me to see Titanfall 2 being game of the year at E3. Game of the show. Oh, um, it won't be. Yeah, no. I guess, yeah, thinking about it more, I, I'm just kind of worried what they could do with a campaign at this point that's going to wow people, unless this is crazy. I think that, I, honestly, it, Damian, I think that's where they're going. I think they're going nuts. I think they're going be, fantasy sci-fi. Yeah, it'll be too yeah. standard flair. Like, there's too much stuff that's done modern advanced warfare yeah. that it's like, really? This, this again? Like, it's dull. We've seen this. They have to do something insane. I'm actually and it's go, run with very it. excited go for that for campaign. It. I think it is going to be what you want it to All be, right. Damian. Oh, I'm uh, really? excited, too. Uh, this is going backwards. Sure. But I hope Battlefield 1's campaign is, like, super gritty. Yeah. Like, I hope it's, like, I hope it's like realistically violent and gory, and then, like, you get syphilis in a whorehouse, and the second half of the game, you're just, like, going insane because your brain is rotting. <laughs> and then you get gassed and die, and it was all for nothing. Wow. I mean, yeah, they could do that. In the trenches. Oh, it'd be so good. Uh, anyway, sorry. Jones, let's talk about Star Wars. Which yeah okay what you want to talk about Titanfall no which is, 2? which is why that trailer bugs me because the tra- the first launch trailer for Battlefield One is very like yeah wars awesome seven like, nation yeah wars wars god awful this yeah. war was terrible no it's no yeah it's like this here's war. some mustard gas sweet yeah. I believe in them I believe in that team too to be responsible about it so fingers crossed yeah I'm sorry you want to talk about what Star uh-huh. Wars. I've so heard of that. EA's got a huge Star Wars license. They don't have any Star Wars games coming out this year. They have their right. MMO, and they have more DLC coming to Battlefront. What do you expect them to show? Uh, expect? Oh, man, I got hopes. I don't know about expectations. Well, let's hear your hopes, then. I'm more interested in hopes. I gotta, we got to find out about this this Star Wars game, man. This Star Wars game that we know is based on nothing. Visceral. No Amy Hennig? Visceral, yeah. Oh, Amy yeah. Hennig. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's just crazy. Like, we have no idea what genre it is. We have no idea. I think we do. I think it's third-person adventure. Third-person adventure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. The assum- I always assumed it would basically be Star Wars Uncharted, but maybe right. that's not giving them enough credit. But, I mean, that's what 1313 was. So, it's like, are they... Is it just going to be like that again? It's like, how do you announce something like that knowing that you already announced something cool next-gen? So this will be Arguably fun, one of the first next-gen games we ever saw. With was an then canceled. trailer. Yeah. So then now but here's throwing what something else at us. Jones, we know it's not coming out in 2017. It's likely coming out in 2018. <sighs> so let's talk <laughs> about how to not show too much. What is appropriate to show for a game that's two years out? Uh, Nothing. I, th- I think a casting reveal would be big. Uh, the Norman Reedus, uh, um, Silent Hill sure. move. You know, I hope it's like, not Norman Reedus, though. Well, yeah, no, I was, <laughs> just yeah. real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, I like Norman Reedus. Star Wars would not work for that, that yeah. actor. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. 
But just some, like, you know, some line where you see some kind of photorealistic thing. One of those things where you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And you're like, oh, shit, this is gameplay. Oh, my God, that looks amazing. And like some kind of cool reveal. The Rogue One teaser, the very first Rogue One teaser was great. It had Obi-Wan's dialogue. And that was before the, the war, before the Empire. And you saw like the Death Star in the background. Like, oh, my God, I think it was Comic-Con two years ago. Um and yeah. so it was just, it was just like, we saw a couple of TIE fighters, it's a brand new shot. So it was like, this isn't, they're not repurposing old footage. This is something they created just for this teaser. You know, like a little bit of old dialogue kind of ties that in. And then this big grand reveal shot of like, oh my God, there's the Death Star. They're building it. You know, it's so like, that's what the movie's going to be about. So just, yeah, some, some reveal of that character. And then that actor like turns around and it's like, oh, they, they and got, then cut to oh black, God, it's Lando. Oh, or something, you know, like oh. just some cool thing, some cool twist. And then can we please cut to black? You've already showing me too much. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, no, one is one okay. long shot and, right. and it ends with a character reveal that we're familiar with or an actor that we're like oh they're in star wars now that's cool mm-hmm. Wait, have they said um, if this is tying into the new established canon like i'm curious like do you know have they yeah. Said anything? oh yeah everything part yeah. of the new universe oh, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. I mean, do we know if it do we know where in the in the like no oh, that we don't lands no, no. Oh, okay okay <laughs> so it's gonna be so cool but I, yeah. yeah i'm i'm hoping for some force awakens stuff i'm hoping it is between seven and eight or before seven or so like just something some new crazy offshoot because uh, the movies seem to be doing the opposite, like Rogue One's like in the yeah. in the past of you know compared to where we are now. Yeah, uh, the Han Solo movies are going to be like well, way in the past. We might be able to actually predict that because what because Rogue One is 2016, right? And then Episode Eight is 2017, and then it'll be some off Han off Solo, trilogy. Han the Han Solo Solo movie mm-hmm. uh, will be 2018, so it's going to come out around then. So if it's a Han, I mean. That would actually fit if it's if it if is we, in the pedigree of Uncharted. Yeah. If it's a Han Solo game, that would actually be pretty crazy. And if they got Harrison to do it, like I don't know, like I could see that actually timing out correctly. Oh, Her- and no, if no, it's no. Harrison's like, gone, it's oh no, yeah, it's but young, it'd be the young, the young one. Yeah, it'd be the young one for the from the movie. Oh, if they did like a young Indiana Jones, it was both. You know, it was just like him oh, narrating. Yeah. He's like, oh, I remember when I was down on that. Does he narrate right. for that? That's funny. But well, like, he, here's the, he showed up in a couple of young Indiana Jones episodes. It's oh, like okay. Harrison Indy. Ford did. Yeah. Wow. It was old Indy. Here's the thing, though. Like, will it be enough if it is just a third person action game? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Uh-huh. Does it need to be... I'm just saying, like, does it need to be... Not necessarily like Destiny, but does it need to have other kinds of stuff in it? Like, do we want it to be, like... Okay, it's set before the original trilogy, but it's, like, got social or something. Like, you can play it with your friends. You're all, like, whoever fighting whatever. I mean, like, do we want that? Or what do we want? Do Star we want Wars it Destiny to be... Destiny is a good idea, but, man, dude... Or do we want it to be Han Solo and right, Hold on, Damiani hates Star Wars Destiny. Why? I mean, I would like them to just try and do a very narrative-driven Star Wars game again. Jones agrees with that's you. that's what it is. I mean, I mean that, that, yeah. that makes I sense. Want, I, want that makes sense. Take, I want them to take me through these worlds of Star Wars. I want it to be a little bit more linear because I want them to be more focused. I want to see these beautiful environments rendered in a game, but I'm, like it's not open world, so like it loses a little bit. Like there's a here's a landmark here, but the rest of it is this wide open space that is themed after Hoth or something. But right. here's a reactor and here's a rebel base. Like okay, I want to like walk through those places. I want to like explore these in depth. I want to walk through the Death Star corridors or whatever. Whatever they're going to present to me, I want to spend my time and kind of revel in that. And I do want a story because like I like Star Wars for the story and the characters the most, and then like the sci-fi action. So. They need to have very strong characters, and it needs to be very plot-driven. That's what I'm personally expecting out of this game. I, I think I might be a little bit disappointed if they do anything other than that. My, yeah, my, my dream as a, as a nerd 
and further as a Star Wars nerd, like one of the biggest things that bummed me out when they retconned everything when like Disney took over and they were just like, yeah, all that expanded universe, you're gone. It's like, oh, I lost Dash Rendar. I lost like all these really cool uh, Mara. What's her name? What's the redhead's name? Mara Jade. Jada, Mara Jade. Yeah, who's in um, uh, Jedi Knight? Who's in mm-hmm. the Dark Forces series? Uh, I'm just like, oh, it sucks that they're not going to show up. You know, I'd love for them to be little cameos or something. I would love it if this was completely crazy new characters. You know, like Rebels. You know, which is his yeah. own crazy new thing. You want a new Kyle Katarn. Maybe they get some C-3PO cameo or something is thrown in. Or like somebody mentioned something. Kind of like how Daredevil is like kind of in the Marvel movie universe. But not, they reference it. But like nobody really shows up. Yeah. And then episode eight comes out. And just one guy in one scene in the background just slips a little line in. And I'm like, yes! That's from the game that I played. That's awesome. You know, like <laughs> they're like all these old dads out there that are just like, oh, I like Star Wars. They didn't get that at all. They oh, meant, like. Give the that old literally, dads a break, that was man. there, but they didn't play the game. You know what I mean? Like they, like, okay. like that's that that's for my you know middle generation. You sure, know, like uh, that was not for the kids. It's not for, kids didn't you play know, that game either. Yeah, um, uh, I want to mature in a nice like mature story. I, yeah, Star Wars universe. I want it to be, yeah, either a hard teen or M. I can't. Oh, I man. doubt. Well, An they M, don't swear cool. in Star Wars ever really, so it'll be teen. Yeah, teen's fine. For sure. Yeah. Um. So. The rest of the games we got to go through pretty quickly, but basically it's about do you think this will appear? So we can do like a okay. yes, lightning quickly round. or no, quickly. Sure. Yeah. Um, Criterion's weird action sports game. Do you remember this trailer? Yeah. No. So uh, <laughs> the people who made uh, the Burnout open world game. Um, okay. I don't know that. Yeah, they they, uh, they showed a trailer. I think it was two E3s ago that showed like, oh, you can hang glide in this one. ATVs you can, and you know, yeah, lots of jumps. Oh, right, where yeah. you jumped onto the, yeah. yeah. That actually looked kind of cool. I think we'll I see that, that again this year. It wasn't sports, though, was it? Or was it like an adventure game? I, I call those action sports. Extreme, extreme sports, yeah. Yeah, sure, extreme right. sports, sure, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope so. I'm sure they'll show it if it still exists. I think that's I think that's the need for speed of this year because I said need for speed is going to be next year. So maybe mm. that'll be here this year. Sure. If they're going to show it off, it'll be this year. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, yeah, Zian said it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It either um, doesn't exist or it'll... <laughs> anything from PopCat? Anything plants for zombies, you know? Any... No, not got oh, a new one. They no. might have like maybe new DLC announcements yeah. or something, but... Okay. No. Anything from BioWare? Remember, BioWare's got a lot of studios. Besides Andromeda? Yeah. Jade Empire 2. Okay, so that means no. Nobody's <laughs> willing to put anything. I honestly, yeah. unless they do a Star Wars expansion or something yeah, for the no. MMO or whatever. I think Bioware will have something. I'm, I'm willing to bet on that one. I think they'll have I mean, they're going to do a yeah. huge Andromeda thing, so. Yeah, maybe they're. Yeah. Um, and then last year when Unravel debuted, it was at that press conference. And they said, uh, we're working, we're trying to do more games like this. We have more games like this in the pipeline. We didn't see those this year. Do you think we'll see more another sure. indie game? Two. In, yeah? I think they'll have at least, even if it's not an indie game, they'll have at least one surprise title that you don't expect. Yeah. I think they they looked at what Ubisoft's done the last few years, these surprise reveals. Yeah. I think they're like, hey, we should do something like that too. We'll be cool too. Side I, I want to be surprised of seeing something we didn't expect to be there. Side bet. Okay. It gets leaked three days or more before the conference. <laughs> what does? Some the, surprise the EA surprise thing that we've EA never game. heard of. Leaked before the conference. By Kotaku. Ouch. By Kotaku in particular. <laughs> side bet, side bet. That one's, that one's too hard. That's too hard of a side bet. <laughs> I mean, um, Unravel didn't leak. You know what I mean? Because it, yeah. it was the scale of that yeah. announcement. Yeah. It was nice. It was a really nice moment, even like pacing-wise. We're talking about like pacing of directing a press conference. Perfect spot for it. I really love that. I, I think this E3, I, think, I also, different side bet maybe. I'm betting that there's a meta, like a fake leak. Like a troll leak before E3 this year. 
Whoa. Like someone like, it's like an anti-leak where it's like they leak like a fake version of something or like a crappy sounding version of something to like <laughs> reverse your expectations and do the real thing. Like the NX happened. controller. Or the Nintendo On. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though the Nintendo On turned out to be better than the Wii. Like that we was, all wanted that Nintendo that was On. so depressing. Oh, I don't remember that. Do you hear that? Oh. It's podcast halftime. Oh. Easy Allies podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of May. Michael Kozachenko, Michael Favacci, Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Yoyotricks.com, a tutorial website for teaching people how to yo-yo. To buy yo-yos and learn how to get started, visit Yoyotricks.com or their YouTube channel. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Huber still doesn't know how to yo-yo. <laughs> we gotta teach him, man. Gotta teach him. Gotta help him. I've heard of a good website to, to teach you that. Around the world. I'm afraid I'm afraid to watch Huber yo-yo. I feel like he's gonna be too aggressive. He's gonna snap the yo-yo off. I, uh, I don't see him having yeah. the finesse. Uh, it's just a string now. Later that day, 7 p.m. Pacific time, Bethesda is doing another press conference on a Sunday. What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Uh, what do you mean, what's it gonna be? I don't know. Well, I know one word. You tell me. One game will be there. What one game will be there? Starts with a D. What is that? And another word in it has a two in it. Another word in the title has a two <laughs> in it. Doom 2? Starts two with a D. In the number two. Starts with a D. Oh, and Dishonored Damiani, is Dishonored 2 a big deal? Um, they're probably going to treat it like it. Is it a Fallout 4? Like, does it deserve to be treated I don't, like I that? I don't think it's at that level yet, but I think it has enough interest that people want to see what they do with the sequel. I think it's got, it's got this one more game to try and build upon it and make it into something more. Franchise. Otherwise, this will probably be like the end of it if it like doesn't do my, well. My biggest but. appeal for that game... The outfits. The outfits. That main girl looks dope. <laughs> I, 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 Ian, I have no idea what she's wearing. What is the outfit that she's wearing? Well, I'm trying to remember. Now I'm kind of... <laughs> I started thinking about... Well, I just remembered loving it. But like, I think it's like, you know, Victorian, like, petticoat kind of... I think a, she's like, got a fierce lapel. I think yeah, like, yeah. It's like, it's like, like an overcoat. She's got, she's got like, like the M. Bison collar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like blue, dark blue or something, purple. Yeah. And it was like longish. It may, she may have had a skirt on her pants. I don't recall. I think she had pants and she's got like a little like uh, coat. Coattails, yeah, coattails, yeah. Like, so Jones, you have a, a memory of this trailer cool. too. Yeah, yeah. she looks badass. Are you into? So is everyone here in, into Dishonored too? Is that like a thing? Should wait? Am I not allowed to? Is this like in the contract for Easy Allies? Am I, it's just such a foreign like concept to me. Like Dishonored, I really enjoyed Dishonored. Uh, the story actually was the one thing in Dishonored that I could take or leave. Like I didn't. What'd uh, you like then? Uh, it was just a fun game to play. Like the environments was f- were, were fun. It was fun. It, it, I I don't think I'd played, and I've played stuff games since that have had it. But like I don't think I'd ever played a game where I'm just like, oh, there's a guy over there. He's dead. Not because I like sniped him in the head. Not because I like planted a trap or something that he walked on. But because I traveled to right where he was, stabbed him in the neck, and then flew across the environment to some other place. And that was just so gratifying that just never even especially like jumping off of something and like now I'm in the middle of a fall and I can just teleport over there and not be falling anymore Jones I like that I mean that's the nicest thing you could say about a video game so I don't yeah so my expectations are pretty mellow for the sequel because it's like I don't approach that as like well they have better fixed everything they messed up or I I sure hope that that game's a huge Mm -hmm. success it's kind of like uh 
it kind of reminds me in a little bit of way of um, Darksiders, where it's like I could see uh, somebody being a huge Darksiders one fan, but not expecting Darksiders two to like knock me over. But I'm gonna play the hell out of it because I just love that first game. And like I just imagine the team that made that first game, the time that they've had to work on the second one, how much fun that first game was, and, and maybe some ideas that they have had like portals and the crazy stuff that like they can maybe add now. Yeah, that's... looks like she's like summoning crazy squid things to fight with her like shadow monsters or something to me to me that's the narrative i expected i think i actually remembered someone saying this when dishonored came like someone at gt saying like it's almost there like i almost love this game like if they only fixed like these few things this would be an amazing game probably justin spear it was either justin spear or elise but like okay um <laughs> it sounds like an elise thing to say but no but like they were saying like i really like this game but i want to love it and it's almost there. And so my expectation is, like, they're going to say, like, hey, yeah, we, we listened and we fixed these things like Brown was saying. I think it'd be fun to roll out at... Was, were there any Bethesda games last year at other press conferences? Did they, yeah, like, sneak they in a trailer sh- here uh, or Fallout there? Fallout more Fallout 4. Was yeah, Xbox. so, like, yeah, it might be fun yeah. for them to come out and be like, hey, uh, so, uh, here we are. It's world premiere of the f- first level of Dishonored. We're going to be going at this uh, this port town or something. They're having, like, a big fish auction or something. We're going to try to sneak aboard this ship. We're going to take this guy out. Chuck here is going to take us through. Take it away, Chuck. And then Chuck does it, and tons of action. He's lots of projectiles and summoning crazy stuff, and then he does a big fight at the end. And then, like, Xbox, two days later or Sony or something, they come on. They're like, hey, we're going to demo that same thing a totally different way. Take it away. Oh. And then it's basically like whole different thing. That's now the guy's cool doing it. It's like, yeah. uh, did you see the crazy Dishonored? If anyone hasn't seen this, it's watching this podcast. The, like the trick videos the guy made with Dishonored where you no. like throw a knife up in the air and then like go and like push someone and the guy would get pushed back two feet and the knife would hit him like oh, right cool. in that spot. I mean, just hey, like man. clearly this guy has played this level 500,000 times. Yeah. So just show me that like not so much like, oh, this is a technical powerhouse, because that's not really, I think, what people liked in Dishonored. Like, that was not... Yeah. Visually, it was, you know, got some fun Bioshock vibes, but like... That's cool. That's what you want to see just demonstrated. Just the finesse. Like, you know, like... That's what I got last year from Just Cause 3. Like, when I would see people, dev, devs playing it, I'm like, this is you're playing a musical instrument right now. This is crazy. So if they came at you with just a strictly story trailer, you're disappointed? Uh, it would have to be a really good story. Especially considering... Well, the first one, it was like, you could be good or bad. So it's like, well, where are we continuing from... Uh, here's one with that I think will launch with a story trailer. Wait, wait. What? Before you change it. Okay. That just gave me a really cool idea that I had a question for you guys if anyone's ever done it. What? Has anyone ever done, like, where they start a story... Like, they have a narrative that goes through several different press conferences? Uh, Assassin's Creed did a kind of similar thing. Kind of, yeah. That was kind of cool. Okay. Because I was thinking, like, if you yeah. did... I mean, like, if you did it on, like, a PT scale or something where it's, like, uh. you, like... Do like one preview. Oh, this would be so cool. Like, so like Bethesda has a, they just show a trailer and no one talks about it. And then it's just really weird and confusing. And everyone's like, what the hell was that? And then like at the Sony event, you see like a thing starts like basically where that ended off and it gives you a little bit more. Yeah. You know, that would be so cool. The fallout appearing again in the Xbox conference sucked. Yeah. It's like it was a lot of the same stuff we saw before. Yeah, it's brutal. It was. That was, yeah. You got to bring new stuff for sure. Well, which is why what you're describing in never happens because that's so impossible to coordinate all right. the sure. hurting cats, yeah. you know, between right. all this. Well, I think people. if they were just like. I'm going to come trailers. in and hijack your show. It's if like, they no, were just tra- <laughs> If they were just like two minute trailers yeah. and they were just really nebulous and then it was like, you know, just you drop a demo, like a PT sort of thing. Like, 
if you somehow work it into like three different press conferences and if you like put the clues together it leads to like an ARG website or something it's never gonna be three I don't know no, yeah, it'd be really weird that that I mean it would be it would have to be like EA or Bethesda paying both Nintendo will put it in there yeah. direct <laughs> um, yeah. I think we're gonna see a story trailer for a new Wolfenstein game at E3 oh yeah. Probably. That's my guess. I, I, that's sorry, everyone. That's not confirmed. That's not even heavily rumored. It's slightly rumored. Um, I mean, it yeah. would make sense if they alternate Doom and Wolfenstein now. Yeah, and I mean, like that Wolfenstein game was very successful. The team is still working on a game. Uh, it's probably a Wolfenstein sequel. Uh, what do you need to see from that trailer? What? How does Wolfenstein? Because they rebooted basically. They're like, hey, we're doing basically what Doom just did. It's like, hey, we're doing it again. We're back to our roots. Here's Wolfenstein. So now, how do you elaborate on that now? How do you keep that torch running? I think you can pick up right where... Uh, not Old Blood, because that was the sequel. What was it? Uh, New Order. I think just pick yeah. up right where New Order left off. Where does it leave off? Um, spoilers. Without spoilers. Well, like, what kind of tone? Where, where's well, BJ like Blaskowitz? The whole, the whole plot of New Order was that, like, we lost. You know, yeah. and the Germans took over. And so I think we kind of, like, won a battle... We basically like who you were fighting at the beginning of New Order. You you get back in there and slap them around and you beat them. But like you don't beat the Nazis. Like you don't you don't like reform okay, the world. Yeah. You know, Great. it's it's kind of like how there was uh, how there could have been a sequel to the first Homefront. Like we have a second right. Homefront now, even though it's like the same conflict. Kind of, it's just like now we're in it deeper. Kind of like uh, Mankind Divided, same thing. You know, it's like same world, same general issues. It's just now it's so much worse, or now are all of the problems that the hero has to solve are so much more compacted by all of these new things that have come up. It um, wasn't a reboot, was it? Because it actually has the same continuity as the first Wolfenstein and there are games. And several characters that you know survived yeah. the order. So like it'd cool. be really cool to see what they're up to now, and 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 kind of like you, were, you kind of left them really quickly at the end of New Order, and so it's just kind of like you know did they stop fighting? You know did they go off and create a new thing? So yeah, I think that could be a big deal a seat, yeah. at a Bethesda press conference. Um, I don't think we've found our Fallout 4 yet still. Let no. me keep reading what might be there. Real quick, I just thought... I, I know I keep doing this, I'm sorry. I just thought about how weird it is that XCOM 2 basically did the Wolfenstein thing, but with the second game in the series where it's just like, nah, you lost the first game canon. Right. Like, yeah. It's just like, nah, you didn't do it. Even though you did it, you didn't do it. Right, don't get me started on the Zelda timeline. Very interesting, uh, yeah. The Elder Scrolls Legends... The card game. <laughs> no, 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 is that no, going to no. be Fallout 4 this year? <laughs> Do you think we'll get to see like There will be a Fallout nice, nice for this game. <laughs> nice try. Um, Battle Cry? No, no, no. Battle Cry is apparently still in development. They're just wow. keep reworking it. That's update. the World War One melee game where guns don't exist? Alt-universe, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the outfits look cool and the swords look cool. Okay, how about this? An announcement from Tango Gameworks of The Evil Within. Ooh. What are they working on right now? I'll I buy knew it. I knew that Evil Within Two. What if it's not Evil Within Two, man? What if it's just like Mikami's just like, hey, here's like another crazy game that's not even scary. How cool would that be? I kind of hope for that more. Yeah. Well, even though I really liked on can't Evil be Mikami. What's up? Because he he's already working on another game. What's he working on? He's already working on the Platinum Cross. Plano oh Cross Mikami collaboration. No, <laughs> he or, works for Tango Gameworks now. That's yeah, his company. That's they, a studio. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they they got contracted. They're working with Platinum <laughs> Games. Tango Platinum. And they are making Resident Evil Cross Devil May Cry, which will be announced at E3 this year. Where? Which who gets that announcement? During Sony's Bethesda? press conference. No, oh, Sony's okay. press conference. I'm sorry, Damian. That's Sony next week. Exclusive. Yeah, they they they're making it for yeah, Sony, Sony PS4 and, and PC. Um, do you think we'll see a hint at an Elder Scrolls game? Yes. Yes. Oh, like another that, mainline Skyrim? Yeah, that would be, that would be yeah. huge. Yes. Little, little tease. 
for a seven it's, or for six. It's either going to yeah. be that or something brand new. I, I I think they either try and do something with Elder Scrolls, like a teaser, as you said, or you know, he does, everything doesn't have to be sequels. Maybe they have something new they've been working on. Like we're excited to show you this. I you would know? love that. So you, much, I mean, yeah. how many times has Ubisoft done that lately? Yeah. You know, they end like a few times they've ended with like. What's this game? I have no idea. What what sequel is this? It's like nope, totally new game, not a sequel or anything. Enjoy. It's like, oh okay, cool. Like they made it work somehow. You know, you got hyped for something you didn't even know existed. It's like in the age of like we need remakes, we need sequels and stuff. Otherwise, it can't possibly be hype. At least not until it comes out and we play it and then we wait for that game sequel. It's like nice to see a company actually accomplish that. So other companies can do it. So why not? You know, Bethesda, like totally new game. I think Bethesda's in a great position to do that too. Okay, so that's basically those two press conferences. That's what we can expect and hope for when we watch them on that Sunday. The first Sunday V3. I can't wait. That's exciting. I'm hoping that someone stealth drops a game. Maybe just PT style or something. I don't know if it would be one of these two, though. I'm really hoping for oh, that, Oh, stealth though. drops that day? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Fallout Shelter was that day. Oh, yeah. Bethesda might do a little phone game or something, like tie-in. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Probably maybe Dishonored. I don't know. Uh, it's now time for love and respect. Damiani, do you remember how to do this? Dun, 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 dun. Love and respect. Exactly. We'll see how it goes. Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Love you and do the noise. Yeah. Love and respect. See? Nice. Yeah, you got it. Okay. I just um, didn't know the jingle part completely. That was all. You pretty much had it. Dun, dun, dun. You know what? Oh boy, I got I pulled this question. And I'm like, I don't think I like this question. Summarize <laughs> it to me secretly, and now I'm liking it. No, now I'm liking it. Okay, now I okay, think we okay, should okay. do this. Okay. Oh, do it. I like put this in there because I'm like, maybe we can really get some well, stuff going with this one. Your water likes it too. Yeah. Boss Here we go. Goss. Hello, allies. <laughs> I think at this point, it's safe to say that Crash Bandicoot will be coming back. <laughs> <laughs> What would you like to see from a potential reboot of the franchise, and who do you think would handle it? Do you think it's feasible for Naughty Dog themselves to make a Crash game and stray so far away from what they've accomplished with The Last of Us and Uncharted? That's from Todd Kramer. Shocker. It's already done, baby. They already made it. That's the stealth that's, drop. That's the stealth drop is Crash Bandicoot? Yes. Well, okay. Can you imagine? So we laughed. We laughed when Todd Kramer said it's, it's definitely happening. Do we, do we not feel that way here? I feel like it probably is. I mean, I it's possible, but... Everyone needs to understand the hurdle to get to there, because people who want to make it don't technically own oh, yeah, right. that property That's anymore. That's right, they can't really. Hence, it wasn't on PlayStation All-Stars, because they couldn't work out a deal with said company that owns it. And who is said company that has the rights to Crash Bandicoot right now? Activision? Yeah. They also couldn't get Cloud for PlayStation All-Stars. Yeah, I don't know what the deal with that was. That's something weird. They got lightning instead, so that's cool. Yeah. Um. No. Th- Wait. I, did they get lightning in that game? Didn't they? No. They got Raiden. Oh, Raiden. Jeez. Yeah. Like someone cool. Um. <laughs> um. No. Like th- if Sony went and talked, like brokered it, like you went with Naughty Dog and them, like, hey, like we want this to happen. What's it gonna take? If there's enough money involved, like Activision would be like, yeah, sure. Especially seeing how hot Naughty Dog is right now. Of course they're going to not say no to that. Well, we live also, in a world now where Spider-Man appeared in a, the Marvel movie. Yeah. Like, you can make that stuff happen. About Anything's time, possible. Too. Yeah. It's just, it's just not a guarant. it's not a given, but... Not it, even it's, with, not even with the thing that Don't happened. you do that. I'm Jones, not going to say it. Is this a given? Isn't that a sign? Uh, nothing's a given. No, I wouldn't, uh, say, I wouldn't say it's a given. Misdirection sometimes. Yeah. Yes, because we yeah, can't to me, a given. A, I don't to, know. I don't know if we can discuss that. It's or like not. a half hour in. 
Jones hasn't seen it yet. He doesn't even know what you're talking about. Right, it's not fair mind. to Jones. Never mind. But it I'm is asking. like the best part. Nothing. Ian's trying to do. He's almost trying to do spoilers. I'm he's not trying to spoil. I'm trying not to. I don't even know what you're trying to spoil. Right. Yeah, yeah. Good. So we shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Forget right. Spider-Man you'll, is in you'll, you'll Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I know. To, to me, given means if you were to imagine a reality where it didn't happen, yeah. and you can't even, you know, it's like, oh, I don't know, man. If we finish E3 2016 and there is no crash, I don't know. It's like <laughs> I could yeah, come on, like we, I don't we'd all get on with our lives. We'd be fine. Like we would. I, I think, and I, I can't speak for Crash fans. Like I don't know what you would do with that franchise. I don't. I don't know yeah. what. To, to me, it seems like the perfect kind of character to troll people with, you know, just to be like, yeah, sure. Because we can't, it's like you were saying, like, we're, we're so stuck out of the negotiating room. Like, we, we can't even get in there. Well, let's just, you know, let's wear a shirt and just mess with these people. This is fun, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. So we, we we're like, so we're not necessarily communicating, like, wink, wink, we're doing it. We're communicating. We want, we'd love to. We're fans. We can't. We should remark like, about the shirt. That was Sean Layden's shirt. Yeah, that he PSX. Wore, yeah. Yeah. PSX. Had Crash yeah. Bandicoot I on mean, it. It, it, it's it's likely it, it can definitely happen it, it's very realistic i would also say it's not a given either but again jones brought up this brought up something that's a really good point like what what kind of game is, are people right. expecting like are they really trusting any one of those companies to make a strict like 3d platformer in the vein you know crash bandicoot was an odd one at the time i was yeah. trying to be 3d but it was like you know the not on rails, but you know, it was like the constantly like you You're know, like scrolling at the camera. Yeah, it was a weird yeah, perspective. Like really weird. And there were, 2D, and then there were the side scrolling parts yeah, that were completely yeah. weird. Yeah. So, are you to reimagine as like a Mario Galaxy type game, or do they do it as Uh-oh. like an Uncharted story? Like, where do you like, go with it? Well, like, like, what hole does that fill? You yeah. know, right. where if you're like, oh, thank God, I'm, I've I've gone to the desert of parched platformers, and finally the the crash oasis. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's like what what they'd have to, for it to be good. I'd want it to be like a tropical freeze and not like a ratchet and clank because if it's like a 3d kind of semi-open world i'm like that's not really what crash was it's not really what i want and didn't they try that with like a later crash game that was just awful you use the two best words with tropical freeze and now i'm convinced this could be a good game anyone can make it i mean not anyone but like it's i think it's a little bit easier for someone to come around and make uh, a pretty good side scrolling side scroll yeah Yeah, exactly my absolute favorite my dream of dreams oh, gosh. would be if Crash was actually like hosting the press conference, <laughs> but they never announced a game. But he doesn't. Yeah. Oh, what? And he's literally there. If he's like, ladies and gentlemen, Crash Bandicoot, and he comes oh, out, and it's the guy. It's like it's like where they get like a, a match of the guy. Like, hey, everybody, he's oh, in the suit. A, a I'm hologram. back, everybody. I'm back. They Tupac oh, him. He's a oh, hologram. They announced that. So anyway, Mass Effect's a real exciting franchise. You're like, yeah. what? Like, what is he gonna talk? <laughs> like never does. I would love that. Like, this huge totally troll. straight face, Sean Lane, the whole time. Oh. Thank you, Crash. I appreciate you coming out. Uh, to wrap up that question, I want to say personally, I think there's no way Naughty Dog is working on a Crash game. Wow. I want to know if you all think that as well. Um, I don't think it's a zero percent chance. Naughty Dog. I, yeah, I've I don't heard, think it's a zero percent. I remember uh, who did. Um, hello, who did Sunset Overdrive and Resistance? Um, uh. Insomniac. Insomniac. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I remember like meeting with them for Sunset, and they were just like, "We were so sick of war and aliens and dark gray." Oh, like, so you're dust saying too naughty dog? That'd be so, like, like I, well, I, I yeah. Mean, I don't think it's likely, but yeah. like I, I would, I could see them playing that card of just being like, yeah, "It just felt good," you know. After after like clickers and you know like all of this depressing stuff and the family and brotherhood and all these like themes, we were just like, "Let's just cut loose, make a fun game, purely focus on the gameplay, 120." Just make it fun. That that's the question I had. Like, 
the the question that one must ask about Naughty Dog is, are they trapped? Like, are they stuck doing this because they sell so well? Like, oh, is Sony never going to let them do anything other than this? Are they are they slaves to their success, I to their own creation? They are less trapped than almost any other studio. Right. Or do they, or because they're successful, do they get to try out new crazy things and do whatever they want? Yeah. Like, what I would love to see Naughty Dog do right now is take their giant team for making these huge, giant, like, beautiful narrative games and split it into, like, five teams and make five smaller games instead of one big one and then come back and do another big one you know like last of us two or whatever like that'd be an interesting Mm. experiment yeah diversify for a second it's also that to me is burning money that's like this team is too good not to make another huge game oh no i mean i'm saying like take a year make five crazy little games like you know, like no, that year we just wasted a year with five cool crazy. Well, days. no, you've got people. I don't know, whatever. You've got pe- like one part of the team doing the groundwork. I want work. my millions, Ian. No, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> my okay, millions. Exploitation games. You make, you make, you make five games that cost five hundred thousand each, mm-hmm. and make, you know, four million each or whatever. I don't know numbers, but like yeah. whatever. Uh, you I make don't know money, these numbers, but it's got to be big. You make marble games. It's, it's you know okay, what? This Kyle. whole thing just made me think of like three four three, where it's like, hey, we're building you to make Halo games. You will never make anything else. Right? Like Black Tusk. Like, sorry, no. Now you're just I forget what you're called. The initiative, the, co- or the collective. The, or, yeah, yeah. This is like now you will only make your games. The coalition. Thank you, Jones. You saved me a correction. Some generic. <laughs> don't worry, um, Kyle. What's up? Don't worry. They're gonna have the announcement everyone's really been waiting for in regards to Crash. Give me Crash HD. Remastered. I prefer Cra- Crash almost, Remake. It's a lower stakes. Uh, you know, I think, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> sure. and they just give it to someone else to Stick do. Here. Here's it in HD. Have, per- a, have a nice day. There's Personally speaking, I would like Crash Team Racing, like another Crash car. Actually, game. okay, yes. After playing that for, for Pop Fiction, I saw how good I that game was. That. That, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, like, Actually, you know what they'll probably do? If they, if they did a Crash HD and then they're going to say, comes out next month. We've been stealth working on it, but then and then you think that's the the announcement, and then at the end of that they announce a new crash game. Okay, yeah, they should make people beat those remakes to get the trailers for those for the thing they really yeah. want. Yeah. Not anymore, Damian. Like, prove it. Go go back and play the HD because you, yeah. you think you're a real fan, and then yeah. the first one to beat it, they get like this awesome trailer. You're like, wait, what? New Crash Bandicoot reboot? Co- what? Like, let's go Kingdom Hearts style. Beat beat stuff to get trailers for the next oh, game. Kingdom Hearts trailers. Yeah. Um, so we're over time. Oh, Batman had a really good one too, actually. Um, oh yeah. Uh, well, so let's just do this one fast. I like to do two questions now, since you know we get a let's do them all. Give love back to the patrons. Round. Okay, let's do, do them all. Lightning. One question for love. Another question do for it. respect. Hola, Aliados. I hope Hi. I did that right. Aliados. Sure. Sure. Hola. Should I buy Overwatch if I have yes. no friends? If I have no friends to play with, yes. Aww. I tried to get my friends on board with Overwatch. We'll play with when, you when we all played the open beta. Buy it. However, they are not convinced. Their general sentiment is that the game is not worth sixty dollars. Buy the thirty-nine dollar version because it only has an online component. They find it far more similar. They <clears throat> they find it's more similar to Rocket League, so Overwatch should be around forty dollars. It and is. Anyway, is it worth hopping on alone? Huge fan. I think you guys are awesome and love what you're doing. Amor y respeto. Crazy bird. Caw. That means love and respect. Yeah. Caw. See? Yes. Respeto, the answer is, is yes. If you're buying it on PC, it's $40. Don't buy the Origin Edition. It's $40. And it's worth it. It is so good. I'm going is to that assume, the same price in every territory? I'm assuming that you've got cons- consoles or you're not in America. 
I think we should assume we're talking about consoles because it is forty dollars, yeah. like you said. The console version is sixty, which is a thing, man. That's a that's a sixty dollar game. That's a sixty dollar game, but like, it is incredible. What makes it incredible? So I've heard it from Ben, I've heard it from Huber, I've heard it from Brad, I've never heard it from Ian. I don't like games like this. Yeah. I usually peter out on them really quickly. And yes, actually, like a big part of why I love it is that I play with people I know. Which so I admit that that is a huge part of it. So like, yes, I understand your concern. But I've played alone and had had really good experiences too. And like, only once I think in the beta did someone like troll me or say like, "Oh, you yeah, nice heels, you moron," you know, like whatever. Like, the community so far has been all right, but like. It's just so well made and it's beautiful that you can appreciate it. Yeah, beyond that. And I don't like, like I don't play. I'm I don't play Call of Duty or Battlefield or Battlefront or any of these. Yeah, and I play this one. Uh, Damiani, what would you say to Crazy Bird? So I mean, I haven't touched Overwatch either. Why not? Um, I haven't had time to do mm-hmm. it. Yet. I don't think you want to. I don't think you're going to play this game. No, I do want to try it out, but I'll buy it for you. I. <laughs> I will play it eventually. Like are you a being a fraud games. right now, or are you actually going to play no, this game? No, I'm going to try it, because everyone's playing it and stuff. It's like, all right, I got to I gotta try it out at, at least once. Okay. I almost got, I almost tried it with the beta, like, you know, a while. Like, the first one. Yeah. yeah. I had a friend um, in a Discord group I was in who, I won't say their name, but they work there, and they could, like, were asking for who wants to get in this. And I was like, <laughs> I was not there that day. And the cut, like he sent all the names in, and I was like, "Sorry, like I can't give any more names." The like, window it's, passed it's like, by. I was, I was like, "Oh man!" Yeah. And they all played it that weekend. I was like, "Man, that was it. That probably would have hooked me in there, and I probably would have like been like, give me any every other beta." So Playing I kind of you would be so jolly. Yeah, I I missed that loop, so I just need to like you know get into it again and like play with everyone. So it's not the it's not the for me it's not that high barrier of entry. Like I have you guys to play with, so yeah. it, it would be pretty easy. What I would say is the barrier entry here though, and is with like most people, is sixty dollars. It's that yeah. plus not have like you're scared that you might not have friends with it. Especially, yeah. especially if you're used to like more single player experience. Uh, this is a good this is analogous to me. I'm more attuned to playing single player experience games. Absolutely. I usually am terrified of playing Online games that require mul- like you know multiplayer interaction, especially co- like if it's not cooperative when it's competitive. I'm like, oh god, I'm super scared of this. Like I hate competitive stuff sometimes online. Um, Wait, really? Yeah, like I get really like anxious about that. It's like, and then like even if I like win a match or something, I kind of like I should just walk away now because I feel good. Right. Like yeah. I don't want I don't want to deal with I feel the like toxicity. You're talking about street Fighter in sometimes particular. you lose, no, you like, feel I'm really talking bad, about like yeah. any like you know any kind of like I, like when I tried an RTS for the first time when I tried like. Yeah, I mean, fighting games like are part of that too. But any kind of like online, like it's mostly shooters. Actually, those okay. are the ones. And this is a shooter-based game, and I kind of naturally have the hardest time, you know, gelling with shooters, especially you know, modern shooters. Like yeah. it's kind of like they're like the biggest turnoff to me, other than like regular sports games. I would say yeah. they're the genre I don't gravitate towards. However, um. It being it being multiplayer, not having friends to play with, I can understand like that because even if it was only twenty dollars, if you are just like anxious about playing with people online and you get on there and you don't have a good group of people or you have some bad experiences, you're probably gonna shy away from that. So it would be nice to you know if they had an option to 
you know, like the community things, like point this person towards any of their community stuff to like maybe like talk to people, maybe find some people already playing it that like you know uh, like a group. like an easy allies group. Yeah, like, like, group. like if we had something like, like that, you can for something. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like talk people. with some people. Yeah, like talk with us or yeah. talk with a, like a group or if Blizzard has a page where you can like see people are playing. Like here's some groups. They post like a little bio about themselves. Like hey, here's who we are and stuff. Here's yeah. our clan. That way you might be able to talk with them. Go on Discord or Mumble or something. Talk it's almost like joining like a, a static group or something for you know or a competitive group where you kind of interview with them you talk with them if you if you have a good time talking with them it's like hey i, I want to play with you guys and you go from there like there there are avenues to like get over that hump uh, that hurdle i think but uh jones i'm, yeah. I'm afraid we're missing something here though about crazy birds friends what if they're right what if this game is overpriced <sighs> I don't. For me, from with my experience of Overwatch, I think that's like almost impossible for me to tell if like that's worth that much money or not. What does that mean um, for you? From what I can tell, on from people talking about Overwatch's social me- social media, the comment that I see nonstop popping up on Twitter is just like, "This was not my type of game. This is just something that my friends t- got me into. I picked up the controller, and f- six seconds later, I was like, oh my god, this is the game. Like this is wow. like I found my the character that I liked, and yeah. I can't stop playing this just because it feels so good. This game yeah. feels so good. I keep hearing that comment come up again and again and again. And there's so, a character for everyone. So if you played that game and you were like, Oh, I love this. I love the way this game feels. Ah, it sucks I can't get my friends into it. Uh, but I think I would still like this, but I'm worried I'm not going to have friends. I would say buy. I'd say get in there. Because it's like, it's so, it's not rare, but it is a very special thing. I think when you find that multiplayer game that really suits not only your 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 style of just the, the theme of the game, if you like, you know, kind of the cartoony vibe, or if you like superheroes, if you, you know, if you like Blizzard games, or uh, if you like hero shooters. But if you, if you just really find that, like, you connect to the game on a visceral level just from playing it and from feeling how it plays, I say go for it. If you're nervous about missing the popularity of Overwatch, if you're like, I don't want Overwatch to come and go and I missed out on it, but I don't have my friends there, then I'd be a little bit tentative. I get you, yeah. If you're like, I want to bring my friends into this fun game, buy it. I want to bring my friends into this because I don't want to miss out. Yeah, that might not be. Then that might be a lot of money. And there, I just wanted to, to say, spend on just a multiplayer. Sure, thing. and it is a little weird. Console, you have to pay sixty. Yeah, and PC, you can do forty or sixty. It ain't yeah. right. Which is a little weird, but I don't know. PC forty for me is a no brainer. Sixty, yeah, I could see it because I didn't buy the Origins edition. I guess. Yeah, I'm also curious if we. It would have been nice to have a little bit more information about their background. In terms, like their like gaming history. Oh, what they like? Are they are they specifically a console player who's used to having some kind of like single player or extra modes component in addition to just the online experience? So even if that part doesn't work out for them, they have other stuff to go to. Yeah. Or are they? Or do they play multiplayer games like even on PC? But they're used to the free to pay free to play model where they can just jump in with their friends for free, like virtually no barrier. Mm. It's all the microtransactions for the skins and stuff. Yeah, then $40, like, like compared yeah, to Smite. Because then, yeah, like, yeah some people like who are training yeah. that, be like, man, Overwatch, I really want to try that, but $40, I've got all these other games I can play for free. Or, like, if you yeah. and your friends feel like you got burned by Evolve, <laughs> like, you won't feel burned by this, if that was your experience. Yep. Yeah, well, <laughs> that totally happened. You're so right. Yeah. I'm sure that was a thing. Um, it's time for bets, however. Thank you for the questions, everybody. Uh, I'll say I'll, I'll say that now, I guess. We'll do that. Uh, that people who are on our Patreon account, people who are $5 and up patrons, send us those questions, and that's where we draw that pool from. But it's time for bets. Uh, Jones handing out cards. We're going to talk about last right. week's bets. It's about Overwatch, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, that launched just this week. Just yesterday. No, it launched Monday at 4 p.m. They launched yep. it early. Monday. 
Uh, so what we did is we went to the PlayStation 4 and we looked at the trophy percentage for the trophy that was level 25. Reach level 25. How many people, what percentage of people would get to by today? level 25 by this moment right now? Jones, you bet 0.1%. Damiani, you bet 5%. Skip Blood, who bet 1.2%. I bet 0.4%. The actual percentage of people who have earned the level 25 trophy at this moment, 0.1%. Jones, nailed it, dude! Can we give him one werehog for nailing the bet? That's pretty good. What's the green lizard thing? I feel like we should. I think you should get one werehog for that, man. That's you nailed it. That's good. Yeah. Well, you're the one that tracks the werehogs, right? Yeah, yeah. You get a werehog, dude. I got two werehogs. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it just seemed like you know, it's like yeah, players are dedicated, but in a day, you know, in like a day. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's just I don't like. I played it for like six hours last night, and I'm not the best player, but I got to like level ten or eleven. So it's like it's not fast. I mean, I'm amazed it would be even registered. I'm amazed that there's some that there was 25 the dudes walking around. Yeah. Right. That's intense. Uh, so uh, the current score is Green Lizards. Three. Red Eagles. Kaka! Six. Dang, you guys are smoking us. Yeah, it's so weird. That is weird. This Just doesn't feel right. Just two yeah. lowly little betters up against the rest of the allies. Jones has been having a good season. Yeah, what happened to you? You get uh. struck by lightning or something, Powder? Uh. <laughs> Great reference! That. Wow. Yeah. Um, so next week's bet: uh, The Witcher Three Wild Hunt Blood and Wine releases on oh, May thirty-first. Yeah. I refuse to bet. I'm going to look at reviews for this. I'm going to look at seven <laughs> reviews. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. On GameRankings.com for PC, how many times will I see the word combat? <laughs> they really seven. fixed the combat. Seven reviews. Yep. Top seven. Seven oh, most boy. recent reviews. The day it comes out. Yep. So uh, clearly we've um, we forgot to write we've this before. Jones just. Oh, I guess you're right. I guess we we should at least keep them secret from each other. That's how you got that point one. Right. Dang, dude, that Combat. was a good bet. Combat. Seven reviews. Um, oh, I'm low on this. Uh, it's gonna be like fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does seem to happen a bunch. Where one reviewer just goes review. nuts. Yeah. Because whenever you do these, it's always like, yeah, that's a trap. Uh, yeah, I can see people falling into that one. Not me, though. It's like, I'd write combat 50 times in one review. Thanks for the color commentary while I was deciding on my bet. I'm 50. Uh, it bumped me up. Okay. It's all psychological. Jones, go ahead. <laughs> 13. Whoa, dude. Yeah. You less said that was lower? That's, that's less than two per review. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think You're low. looking at the entire review, right? Not just yeah. the first paragraph? Yeah, I, the think, entire I, think thir- I think 13 yeah. is low. <laughs> oh, my God. They're going to say it all the time. All right. Go ahead, Damiani. I don't know. I, th- I think people subconsciously catch themselves when they reread their review. And for generic words like that, they're like, shit, I need to think of saying combat a different way. Yeah. I think a lot of people do that nowadays. You're yes. kind. So <laughs> I, I went... I went by multiple of two, yeah. But then I subtracted a little bit, so I actually got right under Jones at twelve. No, come on! Oh, that sucks. Twenty-six. Whoa! <laughs> five. It's five. It's going to be said five times. No, no, no. Okay, Kyle. The answer is five. Sure, Kyle. You're looking at the seven most recent. You know, yeah. one of those is going to be some side we've never heard of. It always so is. Eight, yeah. Going. Eight is the, so you have up to eight. I hate He's the got nine and above. Yeah. I got there. Okay. Oh, boy. Well, I've got, that what, what's 14, my... 15, 16, 17. I'm all, I'm good. 
Okay. Um, there you go. What's my range? Anything? Combat like is like one of my least favorite review words. Like, say, I will say it like once. I will yeah. say combat system. Ooh, nice. Okay. And then I might, and I, if I ever say it twice, I will say the combat. But that's it. If I say combat once in somewhere, I mm-hmm. usually like, don't use that word again. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're saying combat system, which is actually specifically talking about like the, like the mechanics, like the intricacies of the mechanics. Whereas combat is more like the feel of like how fights, you know, how, how you feel they like, God, you know, just quality Just use any was. other word. Don't Here's even use the that thing, word though, once. Like, Battles. Yeah. Engagements, fighting. Ooh, I like engagements. <laughs> but the combat, day, my thing is like the combat was the worst part of that game. So I think that people will comment. Oh, on that's what I mean. That's why I put it in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but for sure, you know, if um, it's improved or worse, or yeah, you got to make a it, comment about it. They're gonna talk about it. So uh, before four times. I hand the microphone over to Jones, uh, I do want to finish every episode also by saying that this. We I almost like never say this. This podcast goes up audio and video on Wednesday. For patrons of Easy Allies who are in the five dollar and up tier, that's uh, not everybody. I thought it was everybody. It's five and up. Oh, yeah. This is exclusive. It's pretty. It's like pretty who exclusive knew? thing. One dollar yeah. gets you the cup of Jones. Ah, yeah, yeah. Cup of Jones is great. Cup of Jones is better than this. We should switch those around, right? Um, <laughs> just open them up. <laughs> just open, open them up, up for everybody. Open them up. Uh, so I guess that's Patreon.com/EasyAllies. Always check that out. That is who we are. That's what we come from. And if you made it this far in the podcast, I bet you already knew that. I don't know. I think you never know. A new person listens every yeah, week. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but Jones, it is now time for but you. Jones. But Jones. I got a but Jones. So Jones, you get the right and responsibility to tell everyone what your Twitter handle is. You get the last word on anything you disagreed with. I ain't got a thing. I, 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 for the the whole time you've been talking, the last five minutes, I've been thinking real hard. I know. Did we I, all just kind of like nodded at each other? Yeah, we're talking about E3. Is E3 going to be great? You bet it you is. You bet it is. <laughs> like, well, I don't know. You know what? It doesn't have to be anything you disagree with. It can be anything you want to impart on the audience that you feel like at the end of this thing. Um, you also get to promote any video you would like on uh, YouTube from from Easy Allies. Right. <laughs> I almost did what the dot com there? again. I almost did the oh. because it's old gametrailers.com. Oh, easy Yeah. Um, and then Jones, give us your trademark sign off. Uh, you can follow me at Trailer Jones. Uh, I E3's all smiles. Everything's great. I can't think of a thing. Everything because we've we 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 covered every single angle. Uh, um, I think Evil Within Two is likely because it just the the last the first game opened up big. The first game was like sequel. I mean, they just. It just reeked of sequel, so like I could see that I could see him dive back in, especially if we're anticipating what that one person is doing. Um, and uh, I I invite you strongly to watch Brandon plays Pokemon episode four, uh, I believe part four it is called uh, for two reasons. One, it is a mammoth hour and twenty minute episode, <laughs> uh, and also we are not doing one this week because I have not had any time to play me some Pokemon, so we unfortunately skipping a week on that. Uh, but uh, for the same reasons before that we can we can have a nice meaty episode when we actually get back to do it. Um, Jones, can I tell you two things about that? Uh, Some comments I'm seeing. Yeah. Like one, I don't like Pokemon. I love the show. Two, cool. I, this is the first episode I saw and I loved it. And I went back and saw the others. It just jumped right in. I think you can totally hop right in at part four. It is the best sure. episode. Yeah, it's, yeah. And we, really and we try good. to we try to you know preface what we're talking about. You know, so we don't just is like it just jump discussion right into random or things. Do you have just the two of us sitting down talking about discussion. what a dope wow. I am at Pokemon. <laughs> Actually, Jones, when I was writing that that uh, entry too, the Patreon entry, I realized that it is. We've never gone more in depth with any other video game, even in game trailers time. Right? Really? Yeah. Like the amount of like discussion. Maybe fourteen with Damiani. <laughs> or, no, or like Damiani hasn't done like discussion videos. Well, we didn't do of discussions. 14. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, Damian, if you add up the minutes of discussion <laughs> we're having in this game, you can't beat it. You can't beat it with any game you've ever covered, man. So that's my final word. You can't beat it. Cheers, everybody.